Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to On the Bright Line podcast, tales from recovering food addicts from the perspective of a physician, a therapist, and an off-the-wall storyteller. We are not affiliated or endorsed by Brightline Eating, and all content presented in this podcast represents our personal opinions and does not represent medical, nutritional, or psychological professional advice. On this episode, we are going to be talking about habit stacks. So uh, a little background on habit stacks. Uh, This is basically, um, for a long time, it was a mystery to me. I was Mm. like, what the heck is a habit stack? But uh, habit stacks are basically the list of habits that you do. Oh, and there's Sprinkles. Sprinkles Sprinkles is our mascot dog. She is a... (laughs) 87 year old bulldog. (laughs) Um, And she just said, get off my lawn. (laughs) Uh, Back to habit stack. Sorry. Sorry. Sprinkles wanted to go outside. So she's being let outside. Um, Anyway. So uh, yeah. So habit stacks are basically a list of habits that you do. uh, And you know, I have a morning habit stack. I have an Mm -hmm. evening habit stack. I even have an afternoon habit stack, which is kind of a cheater habit stack. But um, this is something that I did not necessarily institute at the very beginning of my program, mm. which is interesting to talk about because it's definitely something that's taught um, to institute very early in your program. But I felt, um, this is a conversation I just had with a buddy actually, like I felt like I couldn't add one more thing on top um, of learning how to feed myself. Right. You were already <laughs> juggling so many plates. It was, and, yeah. and just learning how to feed myself and eat and do the food part of the program was enough for me that I didn't feel like I needed to institute the habit stacks. But now that I have automaticity, Mm -hmm. which is a buzzword in the community, automaticity around my food in so much as I don't really think about my food all that much anymore, which is wonderful. Um, I feel like now was the time in the past, you know, Mm -hmm. month ish, two months I've been focusing on, solidifying my habit stack, making it part of my life routine mm-hmm. and, um, figuring out how to fit it in. So, so do we want to define automaticity, automaticity for people that might not be familiar yeah, with that I word? Think that's a good idea. Bonnie. Bonnie. Tag. <laughs> oh, well, automaticity <laughs> means that things are happening automatically. And so, right. um, Susan Pierce Thompson in the bright line eating program and book, I believe describes it like, you brush your teeth twice a day, or most of us do. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, it's just something you've been doing so long that you don't think about, I have to get up now and go brush my teeth. You just get up right. to start your day and brush your teeth. It just happens automatically, automaticity. So we mm-hmm. like to have automaticity with our food. So if we're writing our meals right. down the night before, we're planning everything out, just when it finally comes time to eat, what you're doing with your food is automatic. You don't have to stop and think about it, plan it, and then that eliminates a lot of opportunity for failure, right? So mm-hmm. eliminates um, that uh, decision fatigue. Exactly. Make another decision, another choice. And exactly. the risk of, you know, just deciding you're going to make a, right. you know, an off-plan choice, right? But automaticity also comes along with the habit stack. So the, you know, the more you do something repetitively and practice it, the more automatic it becomes, like brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. And so adding in things to your morning, afternoon, or evening that help you be emotionally healthier, physically healthier, mm-hmm. more at peace. All those things help you as a person, but also help you with the Bright Line Eating Program. And Robin, mm-hmm. you can talk to the psychological 
part of habits, you know, becoming automatic. Oh, so, and I know in the, in the Brightline book, she talks a lot about that the average, right, it takes an average of 66 days to start a habit. And there's so, I think there's so much literature out there that says, oh, you know, do, do it, do, do it for, for three weeks and you'll have a habit. And, and so I think it is really important to say, actually, it's an average of 66 days and for some people or things it's going to be longer Mm -hmm. for some people or things that may be shorter because I think that could be um really detrimental for people who go well but but I've done it for the you know the the textbook three weeks um and it's it's actually a lot longer than that um and I love I love that language of habit stacking right in um in a lot of the literature they'll talk about linking right and that we want to link one habit to another so that I go from A to B to C every single time. And whether you want to call that, you know, a habit stack or linking or a ritual, whatever, whatever, you know, language works, but in the, in the BLE community, it's, it's a habit stack. Yeah. And I think creating the habits too requires making a plan because at first it's not going to feel automatic. It's going to feel like a pain in the pain in the booty. It's going to feel like (laughs) extra time you're spending doing something. And she also talks about, Susan Pierce Thompson talks about something early in the book about, you know, who you are and who you perceive yourself to be is based on what you see yourself doing, Mm -hmm. right? And so once you begin to see yourself every day doing meditation, doing exercise, doing meal preparation, you know, once you start to see yourself doing those things, you start to see yourself as someone who does those things. And that also builds on that. Um, right. You know, so I, I am a person who. <clears throat> I am a person who does not eat sugar and flour. I am mm-hmm. a person who preps my food at night. I'm a person who mm-hmm. does my meditation. Right. But I think it's also coming upon the automaticity of the things, of some things, before you can build in that next habit. Because I think yes. had you said to me, Megan, when you first started this program, you were going to be a person that meditates every morning. I would have been like, yeah, no, I'm not. Um, and, and my rebel part talking about, you know, my, my internal family system, Mm -hmm. my rebel part would have said, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to do that. So, and pushed against that, um, very ferociously. And I, I did, it was, it was really interesting because like talking about like Mm. how to form a habit, you know, and that sort of thing. I, I would commit every week to my mastermind group. I'm going to meditate this week. I'm going to do it every morning. I commit to you even just like two, three minutes and I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I scroll on social media for a lot longer, like, but I wouldn't commit two to three minutes a day to just to, you know, to stop, breathe, center, whatever. And then it took, going to another level of accountability, which mm-hmm. I started posting it to my Instagram stories. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got my automaticity. And I don't know that I would say it's definitely automatic yet. I think I'm still working on that, mm-hmm. but I'm building that habit. And it's like, it is like flexing a muscle. It's really interesting because yeah. it's, it's, you know, the more you do it, the easier it becomes and the more automatic it comes. But it takes that time, like you said. Do you think that it also took you having some repetition to see the value to increase your buy-in to that Mm -hmm. habit Mm -hmm. yes yeah yeah and buy-in right so so it's about what's the payoff and the buy-in and how do we reduce the barriers to entry right if the barrier of entry is too high and like you were talking about in the beginning that barrier of entry was was too high you didn't have the bandwidth 
equate yet to give to that. And then once other things became more automatic, it sounds like your buy-in, your willingness to go, okay, I've got a little more bandwidth. And then you did a few times and like, oh yeah, this, this actually feels good. How did you feel once you had been meditating for Oh no, for sure. I definitely, I definitely felt more centered and more calm and just, you know, just having the moments just, and I, you know, I meditate in the morning. So just having those moments of like peace Mm. and quiet, Mm -hmm. you know, was really, I think what, I was missing and I just didn't realize I was missing it until oh, wow. I started doing it, mm-hmm. you know, cause I just, I would get up and I would get going and not take yeah. any time for myself really other than, you know, maybe mm. to make a cup of coffee and make my breakfast, but that was it. And, and I think that having the automaticity, especially in the morning, because, you know, my funny story is, is that I wrote down a breakfast that was not my normal breakfast in my food journal the night before. And then I ended up making my normal breakfast because I, that's how automatic my breakfast was. I was like, Oh shoot. I forgot. I wrote down that other breakfast because I said I was, I bought raspberries Mm -hmm. at the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll make raspberries instead of blueberries. Well, I made blueberries because I make blueberries every morning and that's what I thought I was going to do. Yeah. Uh So I think, but having that automaticity around my breakfast, it's like, I don't have to put any brain effort towards breakfast oh. and towards the, what I do in the morning, as long mm-hmm. as all the pieces are there, which that's all also obviously part of habit stacking is making sure mm-hmm. you're doing your grocery shopping and that you've got everything you need. But if all the pieces are there, I don't have to think about it at all. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that definitely freed up the space to do something, like you said, that I didn't think I had the bandwidth for previously, but now I'm like, I can't imagine not having. And I want to talk specifically about the habit of meditation, because Mm -hmm. I think if you're going to add something in while you begin this program, it it really could be the first thing you add because it makes you feel so good. Um, And I, but I think the biggest barrier, in addition to just deciding you're going to take time for it, however many minutes. And mm-hmm. um, Robin mentioned on a previous uh, episode of our podcast, the Insight Timer. Yeah. That's a free uh, meditation app. It has hundreds or thousands of different guided meditations. And you can search by times. So you can just mm-hmm. put in how many minutes. Right. Yep. I have five minutes. You can put in five minutes right. and you're going to do a five-minute meditation. But in addition to just making the time for it, it's deciding the space, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, I'm like, oh, my dog's always up in the morning. You know, my mm. family always needs something from mm. me that's going to be so disruptive. Or just deciding you can't take that time away from, well, our normal thing we do is we lay in bed and scroll on our phones mm-hmm. together or whatever, right? And I would have to get up and go to a separate place and be by myself. And I love that uh, Megan has been posting her meditations uh, recently yeah. for her accountability. Mm-hmm. And I love that on one of them, her little toddler came in the room <laughs> yes. and interrupted her. And it's like she just smiles and j- giggles and she just kind of kept going. And, and I just <laughs> love that because that's real life. And some people are like, oh, if I can't be at a Zen retreat center, mm. you know, on a yoga mat um, in, in <laughs> right. complete peace peace and silence, this Perfect. is never going to work. And it's right. like, that's not what meditation needs to be. It's just about yep. it's quieting yourself, breathing and relaxing your mind. And it's, it's, it doesn't have to be that complex and you're not supposed to, you know, you don't need to reach nirvana in a five minute meditation. Right. right? Yeah. Well, and so I think it's a human thing, right. To yeah. just make peace with the fact that you're going to get interrupted by kids or animals or right. yeah. the phone or something, you know. And I think the other thing to think about is like from a spiritual aspect, like a meditation is like, you can make meditation, whatever you want it to be. Yep. Right. So like if you pray, like it can be a 10 minute time of prayer Mm -hmm. or whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to necessarily be like, you know, alming yourself, you know, into Nirvana. It can be other things as well, but it's just a time of uh, what I like the way I like to think of it is just um, breathing exercises and a time of like centering and just quieting my mind. Because Mm -hmm. I think the reality is, is that 
being a person, um, you know, that has come from trauma in my life, like it is hard sometimes just to be quiet and peaceful in my own body, yeah. you know? And I know Robin can talk about that more than I can from a psychological perspective, but I just know that that is hard sometimes to just even just like be in the skin mm-hmm. and be quiet. To sit and be present. And I think we're going to do like a whole podcast about meditation, the different meditations. I'm going to get a few um, kind of quick, short meditations recorded and um, posted on, on my page. And because I think it is such a struggle and everyone hears, oh, you know, it's, it's this great thing and I should add it to my habit stack. But there's this, all these different levels of, of discomfort with doing meditation or what it should or shouldn't be, or how do I justify adding that yep. into my time? And, and I think that's another piece about the habit stacks is being willing to say, I am worth making this time for myself. And I think specifically, you know, we're, we're three women sitting in the room here. And I think as women, we can really struggle to take time to do things for ourselves because we are so busy, um, you know, giving to the, to the family, creating this, this, this home. Um, and I think we have to be willing to, you know, it's that, that, you know, you've got to put your own oxygen mask on first. And if you don't, put the work into developing your habit stacks so that you are healthy and happy, you know, then, then you're just, you're pouring out and you're giving too much of yourself. Yep. And, you know, other habits that you can add into your stack, um, we can, we can all brainstorm here. There's Mm -hmm. a few, I think that are great or good for some people exercise. They talk in the program and I, I I firmly agree. You should not try to exercise at the beginning of BLE. Right. You got to focus on. I will interject. You shouldn't exercise until you want to, because I think that Mm -hmm. until you have the desire, until the automaticity is around the food and around everything else, pushing yourself in exercise to me sometimes feels like a pitfall of this, of, of people, of people in the program is that they try and exercise too quickly. And so I just want right. to right. interject Or that. to Let's try to lose weight, which I also don't right. think exactly. is absolutely exactly. not the way yeah. to do it. It should yeah. just be for, because it starts to feel good. Exercise can be just, I'm going to start a stretching program because right. my I'm muscles are move. tight. Right. Yeah. I'm going to walk more. I'm going to hike. Right. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to add those things in, mm-hmm. um, you know, journaling, uh, journaling, journaling. Um, making accountability calls, yep. um, mm-hmm. can be in the habit stack. Um, just literally making time to get on Facebook and acknowledge me you know, every morning. I'm going to get on and acknowledge three people's, I'm going to make a comment on mm-hmm. three people's posts for support mm-hmm. to provide yeah. support. Um, those are all things that you can do. And yep. what are the things Megan? Uh, I, you know, like mine midday or like work on a project because I do a, a lot of, um, side stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that's always my midday is to, you know, work on a project, whatever that project is I'm working on, whether that's, you know, posting on mm-hmm. one of the social medias that I work on or, you know, working on some kind of design cause I do design as well. Um, just that's taking time away for, for that, which is not like work, work, quote unquote, because I do have mm-hmm. a full-time job, but it's just, it's a, sometimes it's a moment of like Zen and creativity and just finding that within the middle of, you know, the middle of the day. And I think that's another thing is that mm-hmm. you can definitely take self-care into the habit yeah. stack. And like, that's a really, you know, it's a, it's a really healthy way I think to use your habit mm-hmm. stack is by time, you know, putting in time for self-care. If that's, you know, taking a bath or, you know, meditating, I think is good self-care or, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes just like putting on a face mask, you know, I think that that's another really good one. Um, and, and self-care, right. Um, oh, I, I struggle with the term self-care because I think it's been stolen. Um, and that too many people see it as, you know, 
Well, I'm going to, I'm going to pay and get a manicure. I'm going to treat myself to a little, you know, a little this or a little that. Um, Almost becoming another dopamine hit item instead of just taking care of yourself. It is. And and in some ways, self-care is sometimes doing the things that sometimes we don't particularly want to do, right? Self-care for, I hate flossing my teeth. I will confess. I just, oh, but you know what? It's self-care because I'm really fond of my teeth and I plan on living for a really long time. Yeah. So so self-care for me is actually sometimes doing the thing that I, you know, know that are the things that are that are, are good for me, yeah. but that are not basically those those classic huge dopamine hits. But you yeah. know what? I'm really proud that part of my habit stack at night is I'm going to wash my face and take off my makeup yeah. and put on my fancy schmancy moisturizer and I, I floss my stupid teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say, it's kind of funny that during COVID, because I used to work in an office every day and I used to get up and get right. dressed and put my contacts in and right. put on a full face of makeup and da, 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 da. And then, you know, I would always shower in the morning before all that. And then I would come home at night and I mm-hmm. would take off that full face of makeup and, right. you know, wash my, you know, wash and brush and all this stuff. And then COVID hit. And now I'm at home all day and I'm probably in my PJs more often than I'd like to admit during the day while I'm working because, you know, if I'm at home and the camera's not on, on the Mm -hmm. meeting, why do I need to worry about what I look like? And so I feel like even just like the simple things like brushing my teeth at night, washing my face at night, like Um, just went by the wayside because I didn't put on makeup today. Like I don't have to worry about that. But the reality is, is it's still good self-care, you know, quote unquote, I'm making air quotes right now. Sorry. But so, yeah, like adding that stuff back into, you know, mm-hmm. the habit stack. I mean, I have, vi- taking my vitamins is on my ha- evening habit yes. stack. So, you know, yes. I just remember to take my vitamins and I never forget because it's a checkbox I have to mm-hmm. check off. So. And an- another important habit stack item, if you haven't considered automating it, uh, mm-hmm. is I try to three times a week at night do a BLE module. I can go back oh, and do ones yeah. I've done before yeah. or something that is a self development, self-exploration, emotional growth growth. thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I listen, I listen to or read or consume Mm -hmm. some type of information or do some kind of an activity Mm -hmm. toward furthering my emotional health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, sometimes that's just listening to a couple modules or um, like I'm, I'm, I'm finishing the maintenance three module now because I hadn't done that one yet. And then Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back and do the new boot camp one because I haven't yeah, yeah, I did the, the mm-hmm. original one a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even going back and doing other mods, there's so much content in there and I'm paying for it. So um, right. use it, right? Um, right? It's there for you. And I think it just keeps me, again, it keeps me in the mindset that this is something I'm doing long term, yeah. that yeah. you're never done yeah. healing yourself and growing emotionally. And I've, I've done a lot of work and have come a long way, but there's always ways that we can continue to grow spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally you know, mentally. So, yeah. And I, you know, I don't think that it's a requirement obviously to be a member of the BLE program to do self, you know, to do self-improvement. And mm-hmm. so there's a number of good resources out there, um, as well. Um, you know, and talking about the resource that, you know, we would definitely recommend if we're talking about habits and habit forming is the book atomic habits. So. Oh, I love that book. Yeah. So Robin, I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit or anything um, to comment. Uh, the thing that I love about it is that it talks about the science of building habits. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a, you know, a big science nerd. And if you can help me understand 
why my brain does something or why doing XYZ is, is the way to build a habit. And, and a lot of what um, they talk about in the book Atomic Habits is, is really habit stacking right. and how to link those habits. And so I would just um, highly recommend that if, if you're looking for um, kind of a personal growth book that's not super heavy, um, I think that would be a great place to start. Any other thoughts or comments on habits? I think just to reemphasize, I think what you said earlier, which is if you're just starting BLE, don't worry about having to add habit stacks yet. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a lot. Right. One thing at a time, like you'll be ready when you're ready, but do know that if you invest in yourself by taking some time to create habits that will benefit you, that you know are going to make you feel good, mm-hmm. um, it'll help your program and it'll help you in general. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry if you're not ready. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, you got to do one thing at a time. Yep. Yeah. Just making the habit of eating healthier food yeah. is a huge habit <laughs> change. Huge so habit. that's, that's the first thing you've got to do. Yeah. And I think that also finding the way to track those habits is got to be personalized too. Cause I think, you know, oh, yeah. um, BLE has a nightly checklist and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just am never going to print off a piece of paper guys. I'm never going to print off, off a piece of paper and I'm never going to use it. Like I'm just not going to. So, you know, me, myself, um, I went out and I found, I found a habit tracking app app. It's called fabulous. And it's, mm-hmm. I graphically, I just like the way it looks cause it's pretty, but I mean, is it the best app in the world? No, but it's free. And so Mm -hmm. I think that that's really, you just got to find a habit tracking app if you want to use an app rather than a piece of paper. But hey, if you want to use a piece of paper, use a piece of paper too. Like write it in your journal, you know, whatever, you know, whatever works for you. Um, There is a nightly checklist that's editable um, in the BLE community. It's one of the resources Mm -hmm. out there. Uh, And like I said, it is editable. So if you want to, you know, if you want to pull it down onto your computer and then edit it to make it personalized for you, you can do that too. And then you can print it out. You can print a thousand copies out and you can have one, you know, for the rest of your life. So the thing that I like about the habit tracking apps, and I think I've used one called done. I think there's streaks. There's, there's a bunch of them. Um, with most of those habit tracking apps, even the free ones, they remind you, you can Mm -hmm. set up reminders, Mm. right? You can also set up the frequency of how frequently do you want to do that habit? Is that a three time a day habit? Is that a twice a week habit? Right. Um, and so for me having the little reminders as just a cue of like, bing, Hey, did you do your meditation today? Whoops. You know what? I didn't. Let me go ahead and do that right now. Yeah. That I found really helpful, especially when you're when you're starting to get used to adding those habits in at the beginning. I think that's um, I think that's a really a nice piece to have. And yeah, again, I'm all about free, so yeah. I like the free. I just want to echo what Bonnie said about you know be gentle with yeah. yourself, especially at the beginning of the program. Uh, making any major change is hard. I mean, it's just hard yeah. to do anything. And I think that's part of the reason why, you know, at the beginning of this program, they say don't exercise because yeah. you yep. can't change more, you know, changing no. more than one major life thing at a time is, you know, near impossible yeah. and will unfortunately probably lead to failure yeah. more often than not. And so uh, the reality is, is that, you know, I think the best advice I could give personally, my advice is that until you're ready for it, don't push it. It's mm-hmm. not, you're not failing if you don't have a, you know, sure. excellent habit stack routine day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't make you a failure at BLE. It actually probably could make you very successful at BLE because you're taking yep. the time to add stuff in as it makes sense for you and as your automaticity um, comes into play and is developed. Mm-hmm. So think about it like, you know, strengthening muscles. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Awesome. Well, that was our podcast for today. And thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.